Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. In this episode of the podcast, we're talking about your warm-up routine and what that should look like if you are going to attempt your one, two, maybe three rep max in a big lift. So make sure you tune into this episode for all things regarding warm-up and your one rep max. And then if you enjoy this episode, spread the love, share it with your friends and family, let them know where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. If you want your question answered, like this person's today, you can go ahead and submit your questions on my Instagram story every single Sunday. So every single Sunday, there's a question box on my story and it says, ask me a question. That's where you can submit as many questions as you would like to be answered both uh, there on the story as well as here on the show. And you can find me at Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. And then if you want more free content, like the information you're getting from this show, uh, we have some guides for free, an ebook for free. You can get all of that for free at PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. All right, next question is, what's your warm-up routine when you want to see your one to two rep max on deadlifts, squats, etc.? Okay, so putting together a warm-up routine or approaching a one to two rep max is going to look much different than a warm-up for any other sort of workout. And there's one reason for that. Well, there are a few reasons, but there are a couple that are very important. One, when you're doing a one rep max, um, I would encourage you to have that be the only exercise that you're doing that day. So, okay, my workout today is going to be approaching and working on my one rep max for squats. That's all you're doing. This isn't something that you would do and then go into the rest of your workout. Um, and that's because you're set, you're frying so much of your central nervous system. And that's the other reason that your warm up routine should look a little different than any other workout. You are commanding more uh, of your central nervous system. And so you need to make sure that that thing is on 100%. You should also make sure it's on during your other workouts. Um, but this workout, this type of focus on one, two, three rep max is going to be heavily focused only on your central nervous system. So you want to make sure that that is communicating to the rest of your body, uh, especially to your muscles properly. Okay. So it's going to look a little bit different. And what I recommend people do before they get into their lift at the very beginning is just consider what is being worked during those movements. Okay. So if you're doing a squat, for example, you're working all of your lower body as well as some of your upper body as well. You're, you're bracing your core, you're bracing your mid back to keep your shoulder blades back, sticking that chest out, making sure you're not arching your lower back. Everything is involved. Okay. Um, but you really want to focus on those major points that are, or major muscle groups and joints that are being worked during that movement. So joints, you have your ankles, you have your knees, you have your hips um, being worked there. As far as muscles go, you've got a lot going on, but your major muscle groups are going to be your quads and your glutes. Okay. So you want to make sure that those are activated uh, and ready to go. And you want to make sure, like I said, that you're considering the movements in those joints so you can maximize um, your strength in that movement. So if your ankles are involved, you want to make sure your ankle mobility uh, is good and it's on point. If your hips are involved, you want to make sure your hips feel really good. Okay. If you're doing a deadlift, for example, this could be the whole posterior side of your body. Uh, you have your, your whole back is involved. Your glutes are involved. Your hamstrings are involved. Um, so you want to make sure that everything on the backside of your body is just, is lit up and it's ready to go. Um, 
and and that's when I think you should try to do some activating or priming before your lift. So people would call warming up just warming up, and that's your traditional. Uh, do some high knees, do some jumping jacks, get the blood flowing. Something like that is not going to benefit you well for this type of workout or for any strength training workout, to be frank. Um, so you want to make sure you're priming or activating whatever word you want to use to describe it, um, your body. And what I mean by that is you are engaging your, your, your body. You are giving an opportunity for your central nervous system to speak to the muscles that need to be worked. Okay, um, so a great movement for a deadlift, for example, could be a handcuff. Okay, that's when you're on your on your stomach, your hands are behind your back, they don't touch your back. You bring your hands down towards your knees, then out to your side, slowly coming, oh, uh, past your shoulders, in front of your head, touching the back of your neck, and then coming back around. That's going to get that whole backside lit up. You're going to allow your central nervous system to activate, and it's going to be able to communicate better to your muscles. Basically, during your priming or activating, you're trying to teach your body or tell your body uh, or tell your central nervous system to communicate the most or get the most out of the muscles that are being worked. Okay, You're trying to get very, very connected with your body. Um, and this comes from, uh, like I said, these types of priming, activating movements that are often, uh, they often include a lot of isolation. You're really just squeezing those muscles as hard as you can in big ranges of motion to connect that central nervous system to those muscles. And the reason I'm emphasizing central nervous system so much uh, is because your central nervous system with strength, at least it's, it's you're commanding out of all the systems in your body, you're commanding the most from your central nervous system when it comes to extreme strength, um, training very close, or, you know, if not at your one rep max, you are, you're getting, you're, you're going to drain your central nervous system. Okay. So that's why I'm emphasizing this whole central nervous system thing. And it's very important because your CNS, uh, there's an analogy that I learned from another podcast I listened to. And, um, there, your CNS is like your amplifier. Okay. Uh, and your muscles are your speakers. The better the amplifier is, or the better it can communicate to those speakers, the better the sound is going to be, the better the sound that those speakers are going to project. Okay. Uh, your central nervous system is your amplifier to your muscles that are your speakers. Okay. If your amplifier, your central nervous system is ready to go and it's activated and it's primed and it can communicate to get the most contraction and strength out of those muscles, those muscles are going to produce the most force when they're being asked. Okay. Um, if that central, central nervous system is not ready, it's too fried. It's not ready to go, whatever it is, you're not going to get the most from the muscles that you're asking to work. So your central nervous system has to be activated and ready to go. All right. And, um, so before I move on, recap on that real quick, just think about the muscles being worked, activate those muscles in the full range of motion that you're going to be doing during your lift. Make sure that they are extremely strong and stable in every single range of motion. Okay. There are tons of different exercises that you can do, um, depending on the lift that you are doing. So, I mean, take the time to look into that, think about what muscles are being worked and then activate those muscles during this primer or activation session, whatever you want to call it. From there, uh, your workout slash warm up, the rest of it is going to look um, different than any other as well. This is just going to be your period where you're doing sets one after the next, slowly getting up to your um, your one rep max, okay, or the weight that you think might be your one rep max. Now, I don't, I, when I do this, I don't really follow percentages uh, and say, okay, I'm going to do 30% of my one rep max first, then go to 40, then go to 60, and then whatever. I don't do any of that. Um, I just start light and I really focus on the movement, okay? So if I'm doing a deadlift, I start super light, 
and I'm squeezing my lats, squeezing my mid back, squeezing my glutes as hard as I possibly can as I go through the movement. This is also something that can help prime that central nervous system is just doing lighter weight, lower reps, going a little slower, really focusing on squeezing your entire body um, and especially the muscles that are supposed to be worked. That will get your central nervous system primed and ready to go. So you're slowly doing that. You add a little bit more weight the next set. You add a little bit more weight the next set. Um, really what this is, can look like is anywhere from a 30 to a 45-minute session that's just dedicated to this one lift. Um, you know, And what I recommend is you know, there is no perfect rep scheme, but if you're one rep max, uh, is one rep, obviously. I don't recommend you go too much higher than like six, maybe eight on those initial warm-up sets because you don't want to gas yourself that much. The The key in the art of getting ready for your one rep max is doing enough to make sure you're primed and ready to go, but not going a, a half a step over that to, to where you'd be too exhausted to get your one rep max, if that makes sense. Okay. So, um, for me, since the question was, you know, asking about me, this is what I will do. If I'm doing deadlifts, for example, I'll do, um, you know, a set of like five or six. I just feel it out um, at a really lighter weight. And then I'll add some weight there, do another set of five or six. And then I add again, add again, add again. And the more I add, the more uh, or the more sets that I do, I put, you know, I put weight on every single set and I take my reps down a little bit because I don't want to be doing, you know, something that's very challenging for six reps while trying to gear up to my one rep max, because that set of six, that very challenging set of six is going to exhaust me. Okay. Um, I want to make sure that I'm slowly working up to it, but the sets that I'm doing aren't that challenging and they serve as more of a warm up. All right. So uh, I would say there, like I said, there's no right or wrong, but I would say you're going to end up doing anywhere between like uh, seven to 10 sets, just getting ready for this thing. Okay. Um, and then another key that I want to talk about uh, is that you need to be making sure that you rest a lot in between your sets, okay? So especially when you're getting to more of your working sets. So you're doing, let's say you're, you're you're approaching your one rep max and your sets before that are two, three, and four, or two, three, and three, or three, three, and three. Those last few sets before you reach your one rep max, you need to be having a lot of rest. And the reason that is is because um, it takes your central nervous system a long time to recover, much more than your cardio, uh, much more than your muscles, okay? So... That's why when you're trying to build strength and you're doing a strength routine, you'll see rest periods uh, as like from like two to three minutes. But if you're doing a one rep max, I would say anywhere from three to five minutes is where you should be resting in between sets um, just to make sure your central nervous system has enough time to um, recover and be ready to go for the next set. All right. So you do a working set of three and then you rest for whatever, two to five minutes, three to five minutes, depending on how you feel. Another set of three, set of two, set of one with those rest periods in between there. And the next thing you know, you're ready to go for your one rep max. So there's no right or wrong to this warm up routine. The biggest things here, the biggest takeaways are one. Think about the muscles being worked, the joints being worked, um, and you need to activate and squeeze those muscles during using different movements to get the body primed and ready to go for that. If you're doing deadlifts, that could look like glute bridges or handcuffs. Um, if you're doing squats, it could look like Dunphy squats where you're, um, you, you're, you're basically fighting your squat the whole way down. You're doing a squat and you're squeezing your legs the whole entire time, making sure your ankles have a good range of motion, your hips have a good range of motion, and you're telling your central nervous system to activate as much as possible in the, in the biggest range of motion possible. Okay. Um, exercises like that. There are tons of different things you can find. Um, if you were to just look it up. Okay. Uh, so just make sure your central nervous system is ready to go. Once you've done those activating or primer movements, then you can go into your sets, which, which can also serve as a warm up. 
Start super light. Um, really think about the muscles that you're trying to work. Squeeze those things. Tell your central nervous system to really activate those muscles as you slowly get closer and closer to your one rep max. All right. So if you have a question like like Nick's uh, on warm ups today, you can submit your questions on my Instagram story every single Sunday. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. That's where you can find me there. And then if you enjoyed this episode, spread the love, share it with your friends and family. Let them know that this is the spot. This is the spot they can go to to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. They don't have to Google it and try to find the right answer out of 50,000 results on Google. They can just submit their questions, and I'll answer it both on my story as well as here on the show. And if you want free guides, a free ebook on how to improve your metabolism, you can go ahead and download it for free at PullmanFitness.com free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N Fitness.com free. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is the podcast.